On this week's episode of Smarter Building Materials Marketing, Beth and I talked to a distributor who's using technology to disrupt their industry. This disruption is coming about because they are focusing on two things, customer experience and efficiency. How can they help their audience create the best experience possible in buying products from them? And how can they make them more efficient in the process? They share some incredible insights because their pulse is just incredible in the marketplace. So I am really excited for them to share how anyone in the build and material space can create an awesome experience and use technology to help them stay ahead. So with that, let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing. I am Zach Williams alongside my co-host, Beth Popnikoloff. Hey, Beth, how are you doing? Hey, Zach, I'm great. I am excited to talk about the customer experience today. We have, our guest is, he knows better than anybody about how to deliver customer experience. His company's doing something really cool and creative to meet their customers' needs. And we talk a lot about that here. You know, how are we servicing our customers and what do they really need and how do we meet those ever-changing needs? So I'm excited. Awesome. So we've got Chris Noon, who is the Director of Category Management and Hardscapes at Site One on the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Chris. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. So Chris, we've known each other for a little while now. Maybe you can give our audience and our listeners just a little bit of background as to your career and how you ended up at Site One. Yeah, absolutely. I started in the hardscapes industry. It was around 2003, 2004 timeframe. And I was on the manufacturing side uh, where we looked at our go-to-market strategy was through the distribution channel on the residential and the commercial side of the world spec-driven through the architectural community. Then from there, I moved into the masonry side of the business as well, kind of having both sides going horizontal and vertical uh, on the manufacturing side. And most recently, moved into the distribution side with Site One. Started working with this company in June of 2018. So fresh into my new role here. Excited. That's really cool. And I think when I saw that you started working at Site One, I was immediately intrigued because your business model is a little different than a lot of the distributors and dealers in the building products category. And I think that that's why we're excited to have you on the show today is that I think you all, and we were talking about this before we got on the podcast today, was you all are really focused on how can you take the changing expectations and desires of those in the building materials landscape, whether it's contractors or someone in that field, how can you adapt your customer experience to their changing demands in a way that feels easy, seamless, and still builds relationship with your organization? Can you just give us a little bit of background about Site One and how you all have evolved into becoming a technology company as well as a building products distributor. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's important to note that Site One as a company is dissected or the makeup of the company is really focused into five key areas. One being our irrigation side of our business, the second being our agronomics side of the business, lighting, nursery, and of course, where I stand in the hardscape side of the business. So, you know, our focus is one to where we can 
help the landscape contractor, the homeowner make those buying decisions, the landscape architect make the design decisions that they need to be successful at their craft. And we decided that our industry as a whole, strong and robust as it is, needed to be looked at from a different angle. And, you know, the technology side of it was one area where we felt like we could really go in and change the customer experience from East Coast to West Coast, all the way up into Canada. You know, it's a industry that is very, like I said, strong and robust, but it doesn't tend to change quickly. And that change, we feel like we're allowing that change to come through our e-commerce side of our business to help our customers become more efficient at the day-to-day tasks that they have. So Chris, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Site One, can you explain what your process is and maybe how it's a little bit different than what they're used to experiencing from a more traditional distributor? You know, with Site One, we've allowed the different sides of our business to expand upon the diversity of the contractor or the landscape architect or the homeowner that has a need for the renovation of their home. Most distributions have a single line focus where they are good or focus at this particular part of the business. And it only allows the contractors to go there for when they need that piece of the business. And they have to look elsewhere when they diversify their company. And we've allowed them to be able to look at one-stop shop, you know, somewhere where they can get all the products and, and, and items they need, the education that they need through our Site One universities, as well as the e-commerce side of it to express or expand upon their business to make it more efficient. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what you all do is you have physical stores, but you also have an e-commerce component where people can literally go buy online and then you can actually distribute those materials directly to their job site. Is that correct? Yeah. The speed of it is that, you know, at night it seems like the contractor, the customer is, you know, working all day and then come home. They do the designs for the next project. They get things lined up with the crew. We gave them an opportunity to go in and place their orders at any time so that the next day that could be ready for them to be picked up or it could be set up for delivery on when they need it. So from an efficiency standpoint, they can book everything they need when they need it from a quantity standpoint or have it ready so that they're not waiting in those lines, say, that maybe some other distribution channels have where I come in, I set at the counter, I tell them what I want, we go back, we load it up, and then I get out to the job site at 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, whatever time, We've kind of condensed that all into the efficiency of our system so that they can pre-book, pre-order, or what have you to make it so that we're taking less wait time at the counter. I imagine that there's some contractors that when they first find out about Site One, they're like, oh my goodness, where has this been all my life? <laughs> Just because like, I mean, we've seen it. Like you go into a dealer distributor and there's lines and you've got to wait and you got to pick things out. I mean, it's the Amazon effect, that level of convenience that you're providing your audience. It's something that, frankly, like I'm surprised that the building materials industry hasn't been doing it sooner. It's totally one of those, how has this not been done yet moments? Why didn't somebody think of this sooner? 
Yeah, and we've had that. We've had a lot of the customers that are maybe forward thinking in efficiencies from that standpoint of, hey, how can a distributor or distribution channel make my life easier? You know, nine times out of 10, it's, hey, this is a, a process that I need or have to go through. We want them to come to site one and we want to help them, you know, educate them, but more importantly, help them with efficiencies. As you both probably know in here, there's so much labor shortage going on that, you know, we wanted to take one of the headaches that these individuals have. How, how do I find enough people? I've got enough work, but I need to get people on the job. This is one step for them to take off their plate so they can focus in other areas to be more efficient. And that's the segment of the contractor business that wants that. There is a segment of the contractor business that, hey, this is the way my grandfather did it, my dad did it this way, and I'm going to do it this way. And that's very, very respectful. And we certainly want to keep mindful for that change when it does take place. But we're not going to change our business on that end either. You can still come in, still place that order at the counter, talk to our folks, get the educational experts, if you will, at our counter to make that process still memorable for those individuals. You know what I love about your answer there, Chris, is it's definitely an efficiency play. Like you're solving an efficiency problem. You've got your pulse on the industry knowing that labor, it's a major issue that a lot of business owners that are contractors or landscape architects, whomever it might be, are struggling with, but at the same time, you're trying to improve that customer experience for those individuals, not just help them be more efficient. It's basically, it's almost one of the same. Can you speak to like your mentality as a company around how do you address that efficiency component and how do you also continue to build and improve what really is a positioning point for you, which is that customer experience that people just love and enjoy working with you? Yeah, you know, it's in our DNA. I mean, the customer comes first, you know, and so you have to have that mindset to continue to think about ways to help them become better at their craft without really stating it as something that you want to use to separate yourself from your competition, because both sides of the business are, you know, whether you wanted to come in and, and order the traditional way, or if you'd like to you know, utilize this e-commerce platform to, to be more efficient, both work, but I believe we're giving them as a company, we're thinking of ways to help them better their business without being that business consultant that is in the day-to-day. -day. We're there day-to-day. -day. We don't necessarily need to be billing them for those consulting fees. <laughs> Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So Chris, is the way that Site One is functioning and focusing on efficiency and customer experience, is it causing manufacturers to work with you differently? How are you seeing how they're trying to adapt? It's a great question. I believe the manufacturers are very similar to the contractors in the sense that it's maybe a house divided. We have some manufacturers that are proactively putting their images together and they want to be on our e-commerce platform. They're, you know, going above and beyond with barcoding. They're, they're doing everything possible to stay ahead of this whole curve of continuing to better the way their product goes to market. And then we have some that are somewhat resistant to it, but still of interesting to learn. You know, they're, they're interested to learn more about it. They're just 
I'm going to dip my toe in the water before I actually jump in. And for us, you know, it's a balancing act because when we move forward as a company, which we are, we are looking for those partners to come forward with us. It's a push-pull, fortunately or unfortunately. Some are help pushing this with us and some we're kind of pulling along because they are good partners and we don't want to lose sight of that. What are you considering as a good partner as you're looking at Site One growing, what are you looking for in a manufacturer to be one of those key partners for you? It's someone that, you know, obviously their go to market strategy is one through distribution, as we are the dealer, because the opposite side of it would be a direct sale. But those that market alongside with us and have this same DNA to help the contractor grow their business. We're all out on social media, leads come in. You know, where do those leads go? How do we get them in the right hands to the contractors to help them grow their business? Those that come in and help educate side by side, whether it's through ICPI, NCMA, you know, training on their products is very, very important. You know, there's so many new things coming out with, you know, like the silica sand regulations, the saws are changing, the labor shortage, which we talked about. When you launch new products as a manufacturer, it's very, very important that you and the distribution arm are locked in arms to educate those individuals. You can't just launch something and expect for them to pick it up. These are all very, very smart individuals we deal with. However, the educational piece cuts the down on the downtime on the job site. And that's where, you know, it's very, very important to get them educated. So that's really what we look at in the manufacturers. And then Obviously, quality product, you know, timely product, you know, those that work with us from a fill ratio and really help us you know, stock our yards with the A items, the right product to help make sure we have everything in stock uh, that makes sense to the individual that's using it. Chris, I imagine there's a lot of manufacturers who are approaching you. How often are you, just out of curiosity, how often are you getting approached by new manufacturers who are saying, man, I've really got to be insight one. It happens daily and a lot. It happens through two avenues. 13 of our last 16 acquisitions have been on the hardscape side of the business. So we've inherited new manufacturers, you know, on that side, because these are pre-existing, very, very successful businesses that had their own manufacturing go-to-market strategy. So we'll inherit those individuals to educate them on our process. And then there's the other side of it where it's the disruption that we are doing in the market that to help grow it, those manufacturers are seeing it and saying, I want to be a part of that. I love that you said disruption there, Chris, because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was doing some research in advance of the podcast today, and I saw that you guys have, what, 500 locations? Is that correct? It's over 500 now. It, it tends to change through the acquisition side, and those locations are in you know Canada and in the U.S. currently. Just for comparison, I think there's something like, what, 2,000 Home Depots, and you guys have 500 locations, and so your growth has just been astronomical. Like, it's got to be just an incredible, I mean, for lack of a better term, like just an incredible ride, you know? That's the thought that was going through my mind. I mean, I've only been here since June of 2018. However, they were, you know, a customer of mine for a very long time. And just watching that ride from outside is impressive. But I can tell you what is even more impressive is the ride that I've been on in this short amount of time. It is a phenomenal growth with this company. 
So Chris, I have to take advantage of the fact that you've sat on both sides of the table as far as working for a manufacturer and now working for a distributor. What assumptions did you have or what did you get wrong about distributors that you figured out when you started working for Site One? And please don't hold back. I want to hear this answer. That's a really, really good question. Yeah, you're putting the pressure on me. On the manufacturing side, sometimes you get frustrated when the distribution channel doesn't necessarily do things the way you feel like they need to be done. And that frustration can be reacted in many different ways. Some folks on the manufacturing side react to that. And I was guilty of it. Oh, we'll just set up other dealers and make this happen. I truly believe the biggest thing manufacturers, the biggest mistake happening on that side of the world is we can do more with more. And really, the real answer that I know now is, is that manufacturers can do more with less. Mm. They just need to have the right distribution. And I'm not saying in certain areas that Site 1 is the right situation, but I believe that, and I know that we are building something very, very phenomenal here that could make us the right answer for those manufacturers. And when I was on the other side of it, that frustration stemmed to or at the deep, you know, distribution channel. But really, now that I'm on this side of the world and on the distribution side, you're being pulled in so many different places. You know, our DNA is customer first. The contractor is, is on top. We, we want to make sure that we take care of them. Imagine 100,000 contractors over that that you have to take care of. There are a lot of needs and a lot of people pulling you in different places. And I think from a manufacturer side, you don't always necessarily think about that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I think that's really smart. And it's just hard to know. It's hard to know. Manufacturers want to be good partners to their distributors. We hear all the time from manufacturers and from our clients, like our dealers and distributors, they're our number one customer. We want to keep them happy, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't get frustrated. And it's, it's hard to understand all the complexities of everybody you interact with. So that was a great answer. Thanks, Chris. Well, I mean, I just, I live that, you know, yeah, that balance between what is the right set of distribution, you know, dealers in an area and an MSA that I need. And sometimes by having more distribution, you're doing so much more damage to your brand because then it's just a fight to see who can get that project with your product. And you know what happens then, you know, that may have right. an impact on the margin side of the business. So it's a fight to the bottom, as they say. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. And we want to make sure that we always have in mind for what the market can bear. And if it is a race to the bottom, we're not really interested. We're not interested in that. Yeah. We want to make yeah. sure that the market bears the right overall strategy for that particular product. And, you know, spacing, you know, the amount of distribution, that all comes into play. That's awesome. So, Chris, you've talked a lot about the customer experience. You've talked a lot about making the customer your number one priority. Talk to us a little bit about how Site One is using technology to drive that forward and ultimately grow their business. Yeah, we looked at how the buying habits are outside of our industry. And, you know, what most people, you know, what everyone it seems to be, you know, thinks about when you talk and look and feel the buying habits out there have really gone towards 
the Amazon, the the online premise, the make it easy to obtain. I guess easy isn't the word. Make it efficient to obtain these products that I want and need at that point. And so our whole goal was to take those same experiences that we have day in and day out outside of the businesses that we look to thrive in inside Site One and incorporate that into the day-to-day within that business set. So whether it's someone that is needing groceries online and they're pre-ordering their groceries to either pick up or have them delivered, that's an efficiency thing for someone outside of this industry. How do we incorporate that into this to capture both sides of what we are looking to achieve? And that is you know, customer satisfaction and efficiencies, but also that, you know, we talked about it, the manufacturing side, we have to make it easy to get some of these products are heavy and, you know, you have to freight them in freight's a component that always comes into play. How do we make that more efficient for those individuals? And so what we've done is we've channeled those exterior components and we've turned that inside uh, what we do in our day in and day out DNA. And that is, creating an opportunity for contractors and customers alike to be able to go and basically get their groceries online. That is the future, Chris. Like that's the absolute future. You're looking at what do consumers, so just what a people, we talk about that a lot here that, you know, we're our manufacturers are marketing to architects, builders, contractors, but at the end of the day, They're really marketing, like you're saying, to people who are pumped to buy their groceries online or use Amazon Prime next day shipping or all of those things. And then we come to the building materials or they go to their job and they're like, that's going to be six weeks (laughs) or I'm going (laughs) to. I don't think it completely takes out the the old adage that people buy from people because they like. Absolutely. Because we are still creating that likable link between who we are and what we help them accomplish. That's an interesting thought, what you're bringing up, Chris, about how people buy from people, but like, it's almost like the brand becomes the person. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I know what you're People buy from people, but people buy from Amazon, like it's friggin' gangbusters. Well, it's an element of trust. And they don't know anyone on Amazon. Right. I don't care who it is. Like, (laughs) if you can get it to me in 48 hours, like. That's what Amazon's positioning on. It's it's about price, convenience, and ease. That's the name of the game, you know? Yeah. Amazon Prime sent an email out. Probably all of you guys got it because I'm sure you're both Prime members because everybody is. About like, here's some features that we're rolling out. And it's like, Amazon Prime is doing this. And then in these cities, we're rolling out next day shipping. And then in these cities, we're rolling out two-hour delivery. And I'm like, two-hour. Now we're talking. Well, and with what our technology holds, we also have another component called our partners program. And it's our rewards program based on purchases. And, you know, we see ways in the future to combine those to offer, you know, maybe, you know, certain items to create massive opportunities for our manufacturers, and then opportunities not only from the efficiency side, but also the loyalty side through this partners program to really marry that triangle together and really outshine 
you know, what the industry is doing. That was going to be my next question, Chris, is, and I don't know if you have the answer to this, but as you're looking at, you know, the common technology that consumers are using and what efficiencies and conveniences they're wanting in their everyday lives, what do you see as next? Or what's your wish for the technology to bring into the building materials industry? Well, first getting, you know, that second half of the contractors that are resistant to it up into utilizing it so they can see the efficiencies. But I think from a from a hardscape standpoint, our products are heavy. It does take a, a lot to get it. The other thing is our products really don't look good on a pallet. They look great in your backyard. So what if there were a way where these contractors could design a project, submit it into the e-commerce platform, and we spit out all the products that they designed in to have it ready for tomorrow? Yes. When is that feature rolling out, Chris? I'm interested. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see that, that you you asked for my wish list. See that that would be something that I think would help change the game. Whether you know it's through someone that doesn't have a designer on staff, maybe they just sketch it out. We can push that through a 3D software, show that image, help them sell when they're out in the field, become a better salesperson for their business, but then also connect that to the e-commerce platform to, hey, I just faxed this in. They spit me out the totals, what I need on my design with my products that I want, and they let me know when I can have it. So, you know, I think there's probably a progression to that, a few steps (laughs) until we get that second half or that, you know, all the contractors interested in moving towards using the platform. But I don't think it's that far away because the 3D already exists. All these other items already exist. It's just marrying it all together. That's fascinating. So Chris, what advice would you give a manufacturer or anyone in the building materials industry for that matter who's listening to the show and says, man, I've, I really want to improve the customer experience for my customers, whether it's someone like yourself or the end user. I want to find ways to introduce technology in a way that I haven't. What advice would you give them? You know, I would say look around, you know, really stop and look around you and think outside of the industry. You know, as we're, as Site One is building and leading this charge, I think there's a plenty of opportunity to look out there. And we, we suggested a few, you know, as we talked, I think, you know, Amazon and, and the grocery, you know, chains doing the things that they're doing. It's all around us. I think we're just all such in a hurry that we have these blinders on. And if we just stop and look around, I think the answers are all around us. That's great. That's a really good answer. So Chris, this has been awesome. If someone is listening and wants to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? Email would be the best way to reach me um, as I do travel, but I check it all the time. It's right there on the phone anymore, right? Through the computer that we carry. But my email is uh, cnoon, N-O-O-N-E at site1, S-I-T-E-O-N-E dot com. That's awesome. Well, Chris, thanks again. We really appreciate you coming on the show. And if you want more great content like this, go to venvio.com slash podcast. Until next time, I am Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikolov. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikola. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit benvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.